Welcome to Word and Spirit Church. Enjoy our powerful teaching out of the Word of God. We have Afrikaans and English teachings for you to choose from. If you would like to find our videos, please visit our YouTube channel. Or for more information, find us at word-spirit.co.za. You can make a contribution there if you want to support us. Enjoy this teaching. Hallelujah! All the daughters and all the sisters and all the mummies and grandmummies, may you have a wonderful, blessed day. Amen. You may be seated. And everybody on our Facebook Live, we greet you in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Enjoy the service with us and share with all your friends and family. Amen. I have the privilege of bringing the word this morning. And boy, do I have a word from the heart of God. So I'm going to read a bit. And for those of you who have your Bible with us, you are more than welcome to read with me. But you will find that I will read a bit because I want you to understand the line, the golden line that I'm going to um, draw between all the stories. So I'm going to start. Let me just get my place here. I'm going to start at Luke 7 from verse 36. And I'm reading out of the NIV and it's a rainbow study Bible. It's only a rainbow study Bible because it's full of colors. So it's a very nice Bible. From first, uh, verse 36, Now one of the Pharisees invited Jesus to have dinner with him. So he went to the Pharisee's house and reclined at the table. When a woman who had lived a sinful life in that town learned that Jesus was eating at the Pharisee's house, she brought an alabaster jar of perfume. And as she stood behind him at his feet, feet weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears. Then she wiped them with her hair, kissed them, and poured the perfume on them. When the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, If this man were a prophet, he would know who is touching him and what kind of woman she is that she is a sinner. Jesus answered him, Simon, I have something to tell you. Tell me, teacher, he said. Two men owed money to a certain money lender. One owed him 500 denarii. I'm not sure what, how to pronounce that word, but um, say dollars or rands. And the other 50 and the other 50. Neither of them had the money to pay him back. So he cancelled the debts of both. Now which of them will love him more? Simon replied, I suppose the one who had the bigger debt cancelled. You have judged correctly, Jesus said. Then he turned toward the woman and said to Simon. Now facing the woman, but talking to Simon. Do you see this woman? I come into your house. 
You did not give me any water for my feet, but she wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You did not, you did not give me a kiss, but this woman, from the time I entered, she has not stopped kissing my feet. You did not put oil on my head, but she has poured perfume on my feet. Therefore, I tell you, her many sins have been forgiven. For she loved much, but he who has been forgiven little, loves little. Then Jesus said to her, your sins are forgiven. The other guests began to say among themselves, who is this who even forgives sin? Jesus said to the woman, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. The next that I want to read is Luke 11 from the verse 38. Now I'm telling you there's a golden line between all of this, so just bear this in mind. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things. But only one thing is needed. Mary has chosen what is better. And it will not be taken away from her. The next story, John 11. Now we know who Mary's sister was. John 11 from verse 1. Now a man named Lazarus was sick. And now you all know. He was from Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. This Mary, who, whose brother Lazarus now lay sick, was the same one who poured perfume on the Lord and wipe his feet with her hair. Now you know exactly who Mary is. I want to read verse 21. Now Jesus was um, outside and Martha came to him. Lord, Martha said to Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But I know that even now God will give you whatever you ask. Verse 32. When Mary reached the place where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. They said the same. Martha and Mary said the same. Verse 39. Take away the stone, he said. 
But Lord, said Martha, the sister of the dead man, by this time there is a bad odor, for he has been there four days. Then Jesus said, Did I not tell you that if you believe, you would see the glory of God? If you believe, you will see the glory of God. The theme of the word this morning is close to Jesus. Being close to Jesus. Now, I want to talk about all those different situations, but you will see that every time we are talking about Mary, she is at Jesus' feet. And now the first time, she was in Simon's house and she was going to anoint, or she's anointing Jesus now. Now what happens there, and it's very significant about Mary. Jesus is allowing Mary close to him, very intimately close to him. I don't know if, about you, but if somebody is around my feet, it's kind of close. It's kind of, you know, what are you doing? You're too close. But Jesus is allowing Mary to be so close to him to reveal his true nature to everyone else. Isn't that powerful? I'm going to tell you. First of all, she's crying on his feet and her tears is running and wetting his feet, cleaning actually his feet. And the true nature of Christ is revealed by cleaning us, cleaning our sins in our lives. That is who Christ is. Remember, he is allowing her to reveal who he is. The second one is she's kissing his feet. Now, kisses speaks of love. That intimacy, that closeness. So she's kissing him. And that reveals his love for each and every one of us. Christ's love for us. And then she's anointing him. She's throwing that oil, that, that perfume over him. And with this, she's showing exactly who Jesus is. That he is the king of kings. Kings, prophets, and priests are anointed. And here is Jesus, and she's anointing him, proclaiming his godship in that moment, his kingship. So the nature of Jesus is being revealed, and he's allowing this sinner woman to reveal that. To everyone close by. Where Mary sat at Jesus' feet with her sister Martha when they were in their house, what happened there? She realized that time spent with Jesus is precious. Time spent in the presence of the Lord is precious. And nothing else is supposed to come in the way 
of you and spending your time with Jesus. That is what Mary is showing us here. And I'm just breaking this open for you. In his presence, nothing else matters. And that's what happens there. And for the third time that she fell at Jesus' feet, she is opening up herself a little bit. She is firstly showing that she has, uh, she's got grief about her brother that's dead. And um, she's a little bit frustrated with Jesus because why weren't you here? We sent for you. You didn't come in time. But there's something else. And she said it. She revealed her own faith. If you were here, he would not have died. Again, at Jesus' feet. And that was for the first time. This is Women's Day. And we celebrate our women. But I want to give a very important key to every woman here and listening to make sure that you, are, you, you take this key, and it's actually for everybody. But through the life of Mary, through her example, we see what we need to do and to live by to make it work in our lives. And this key that she's showing us is she's laying her pride down. She's laying everything down and we just sang it she's laying everything down at the feet of Jesus listen if you want to fly high if you want to keep a good altitude in your life stay there you have to be down on your knees there's no other way you are able even to take off let's just start there with the takeoff. And that is where you do it. On your knees, in the presence of Jesus, in the presence of the Holy Spirit, where he will reveal himself to you, his own nature. He will forgive you. He will love on you. He will anoint you with his Holy Spirit so that you will be able to stand in front of whoever you need to stand. That is where he wants you. And this is a key from Mary's life, showing us how it should be done. And she did that in Simon's house. She fell at Jesus' feet, not, not thinking about what anybody might, might, might say. Now, she knew who she was. She knew she was a sinful woman. She was a prostitute. And everybody else knew that. But even thinking too little or too much of yourself, that is also not right. We have to think about ourselves, what God thinks about us. What the Word says about us. Amen? So even in those circumstances, she humbled herself. Not only physically did she bow down at Jesus' feet, but also in her heart. 
I think in that moment she just say, well, this is now all I have. This is who I am. I mean, you can scream at me, you can kick me, you can do whatever you want because maybe that's what they did those days. She was a sinful woman. But I'm not caring about anything about, uh, of this. I just want to be close to Jesus. I just want to tell him how I honor him, how I see him, how I love him. And this is my chance. This is maybe the only chance that I have now. And it was in a Pharisee's house. So she took a very big chance. Just think about that. But she humbled herself. That's what we need to do. To humble yourself before the Lord. Lay down at Jesus' feet. Be on your knees. Amen. And then... Listen what happened. She received a promise. In those moments, she received a wonderful promise. Listen what Jesus said to her. Your sins are forgiven. Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Mary, sinful Mary, and in front of everybody there, Your sins has been, has been forgiven. Your faith has saved you. What you just did made me forgive you and go in peace. Have everlasting peace. Now you can stand up, walk out here with your face and your nose and whatever held high. Look everybody in the eye and just tell them, I am God's child. I have been forgiven. All my sins have been taken away because I was at the feet of Jesus. Nowhere else. Only at the feet of Jesus. Amen. The next one, where she sat at Jesus' feet, in Martha's house, she knew her sister. They are people who love to give people stuff, to entertain, to, I don't know if they drank coffee or tea or whatever they drank, but they love to serve. But this day, this moment, Mary decided, I'm not going to serve anybody else today. I'm going to sit by the feet of Jesus. I'm not going to try and impress anybody with, with what I can do, with my skills, with my talents. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to humble myself, take all the attention away from me, and sit at Jesus' feet. That was the second time she did that. And then she got another promise. Mary has chosen what is better. And it will not be taken away from her. Hallelujah. 
When you choose what is better, that will never be taken away from you. That blessing, that wisdom that God imparts into you in that moment, you know what you know, what you know when He spoke to you. And nobody can take that away from you. Another promise for Mary because she was at the feet of Jesus. And then the third one, at the death of Lazarus, her brother. Yes, she showed her grief and her disappointment, but she also talked faith and said, I know if you were here, he would have not um, died. But she received, and Martha, and everybody else there present, received another promise. She saw the glory of God at the feet of Jesus, close to Jesus. Did I not promise you that if you believe, you will see my glory? And that's exactly what happened. A third time, Mary was at the feet of Jesus, on her knees. She got another promise, and she saw the glory, the goodness, the wonder of who Jesus really is. That is not only forgiving our sins. That is not only loving on us. That is not only a healer. But that he can resurrect anything that is dead. Even in your life. Whatever is dead, God is able to resurrect. To breathe into life again. Hallelujah. At the feet of Jesus. Close to Jesus. And this is the key that I'm giving everyone today to stay close to Jesus. Humble yourself in all situations because we don't know. We don't have all the answers. But we only need Him. His wisdom, His insight. Remember, He's, oh, he's, he's already been there. In our future, he's already been there and back. And maybe he's telling you, listen, I know it may seem like a storm, but you know what? I've got only good plan for you. All good things will come to those who love him in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter how dark the storm is or how dark it is around you. The light will shine bright through. Because when you stay at the feet of Jesus, you will be lifted up in Jesus' name. Amen. So, on all the platforms today, women are being celebrated. And I've got nothing against that. But women are being blown up. Like, we are so powerful, we are so wonderful, we can do anything. Now, I just want to tell you that truly, we can't. 
and I'm going to give you a few examples now. It's just funny examples. But you think you are so wonderful when you have baked that cake for the tenth time and it's wonderful every time. But this time, when it's all that's on the menu and the thing flopped, then you are not that wonderful anymore because you don't know what you're going to do now. You are so powerful. For the first hour of pray, prayer, you pray and you do everything that needs to be done and you stand strong and you speak the word and you pray and you pray and you pray and you feel lifted up and you feel wonderful. But when you open the door and you realize that my washing machine is broke with washing for about two weeks, smiling at you. <laughs> Mine does. <laughs> they are at least friendly. <laughs> then you are not that powerful anymore. Or maybe that work project or whatever you needed to hand in and you forgot about it. And, but I'm so organized. How could I forget this? You see? And then we can do everything. Well, that's good, but put, uh, I don't know, grade 7, grade 8, or maybe a grade 12 math test in front of you. Then you realize, really? I don't even know where to begin and where to stop. No. We are strong and we can do everything but only in the Lord. Ephesians 6.10 6, uh, 6, says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and His mighty power. Let's, let's humble ourselves in in realizing again, but I am truly nothing. If God is not coming through for me, then what am I going to do? And that is through the life of Mary. She's showing us exactly what to do every time. Being at the feet of Jesus. Now, He wants your heart. Jesus wants your heart. He wants your attention. He wants to speak to you. How many times have you maybe said it to yourself, but the Lord doesn't speak to me. I don't hear his voice. Can I tell you something? Just shut up for a while. Try it and test it. <laughs> Just silence yourself a bit. And I mean really now, when you're at the feet of Jesus, and, and listen. And, and you don't have to be in a certain place to be at the feet of Jesus. That's not what it's about. It's your heart. You can be at work for five minutes maybe in the bathroom. You can be 
in, in, in traffic, in your car. It's not about the place, but you can bow your heart in front of Jesus wherever you are. And I can guarantee you, he will speak to you. Some matter, somehow you will know. If it's a bumper sticker, God will use that. He can use whatever he wants. Amen. So he wants your heart. He wants you at his feet. And he wants you to have faith in him. In this season we are facing, in this season, I can help you by telling you the following. Pray without ceasing. Pray in the Holy Spirit. Worship wherever you are. Every now and again, to be God conscious, wherever you are, just lift up the name of Jesus and say, God, you are so good. Remind yourself of him. And that is, that is actually living inside of me. That he's here, that I am in his presence. No matter what you are busy with, remind yourself of his presence in your life. Stay close to him. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus, that we can see through a life, through the life of Mary, how we are supposed to live on our knees and at your feet. And then promises will come. Promise by promise by promise will come. And we will see the glory of God. I pray for everybody here today. May they seek your face, Lord. May they draw close to you in all circumstances of their lives. May you bless them. May you speak to them, Lord, in a mighty way. In your precious, precious name. And we honor you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah.